another episode of Brew Daddies. Today, we're talking about Manor Hill Brewery in Ellicott City, Maryland. One of Howard County's first farmhouse breweries. It is Howard County's. In fact, County's. the first. <laughs> the first. Not just one of. Farmhouse brewery. The first. It's family-owned, 54-acre working farm. And one of the cool things is, is that they actually have two acres dedicated to hops on the farm. They grow Cascade, Nugget, Chinook. Chinook and Centennial, I believe, or at least that was sort of their last uh, growing round. Well, that is one of the requirements of being a farmhouse brewery. You must grow at least some of the ingredients that are in your beer. Now, they started out as a farm when they opened. Well, they started out as a combination farm restaurant. That's what they were when they opened up. Okay. It wasn't until 2012 when they read about the new farmhouse brewery legislation that had been passed that they decided to open a brewery. And if I'm not mistaken, it was actually before that when they they read about Oscar Blues? They did initially read about Oscar Blues and how they had a farmhouse brewery. But it wasn't until 2012 when the Maryland legislature passed the farmhouse brewery bill and when they applied for a license as a farmhouse brewery. Now, it actually took them, I believe it was about 18 months, to get through all the legislative hurdles and everything to finally get their license. So it wasn't easy back then. When was this again? 2012. 2012. So five years ago, ago, six years ago. Yeah, not that long ago. And uh, they opened up in February of 2014, but their first test batches were in early 2015. Well, listen, why don't we talk to Jason Gotcher, the Director of Brewing Operations at Manor Hill Brewery. Hey, folks. Uh, my name is Jason Gotcher. I'm Director of Operations for Manor Hill Brewing in Ellicott City, Maryland. Brewing in Manor Hill uh, is a pretty unique experience. We're uh, a farm brewery. Yeah, so we grow hops here at Manor Hill. Um, we dedicated a little over two acres to hops. Um, we grow Cascades, Centennial, Chinook, and Nugget varietals. It's a really important element of the farm brewery uh, license to be able to grow a crop that you'll eventually use in the recipes that you produce. So hops is a really is one that we've always thought was pretty cool and was, a, in our opinion, one of the um, most important crops that you use in beer. So we figured it was like clearly a no-brainer for us to use those. So uh, we tend to brew a lot more hop-forward beers. Uh, New England-style beers are a trend that's growing in style. Uh, New England-style IPAs tend to be a little less bitter. So here at the tap room, um, we are unfortunately limited to 50 people at a time here. So um, we, uh, you know, need to do reservations. We have the reservation system in place so that people aren't traveling from a really far uh, place away and are getting turned away because we're at capacity. Um, reservations are super easy. You just hop on our tap room page, and uh, they're free to make, um, and just say how many people you're coming with, um, and that way it guarantees you a spot to come and hang out, uh, enjoy everything that we have to offer. So in the tap room, we uh, have a lot of reclaimed wood that we uh, use from uh, different barns that we've taken down locally. All the red reclaimed barn wood that you see uh, that's all throughout the, the whole structure is uh, all from a previously used barn in the area. 
So events that we do um, regularly, we do uh, first Friday can releases, so that's something you can always uh, come to the brewery and find. Uh, and then we also do a couple farm fests throughout the year. Um, so we do one typically uh, surrounding our anniversary, which is um, in the summer around June. Um, so we'll do a big farm festival where we'll have live music. We'll have uh, you know potentially a can release that day. Um, we'll have different uh, you know kind of a farmers market set up here. So it's a ticketed event, and we try to do it in June and in fall around October. People can find our beer uh, all over the state of Maryland and in D.C. Um, we are in uh, close to a thousand accounts uh, throughout both of those territories. Awesome, guys. Thank you, Cheers. sir. Thanks very oh, much. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. It. Thank you. Thanks Good to so meet you much. Both. The Manor Hill Tap Room was really quaint, I thought. It was cozy. I would agree with that. Very Not cozy. They built all the furniture in it, the they had a, a huge lot of woodwork. Bar. Yeah, huge wood bar that they built. They reclaimed a lot of wood from other barn structures like the doors and things. Yeah, like Jason to said. To build out. As I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> it was rude. I apologize. And yes, as Jason said, a lot of the wood was reclaimed from other of the farm structures, including doors and things like that, to build the tap house. And like you said, it's a very cozy tap house with a large bar, lots of small tables. I think it's a great place to go with your friends to just hang out, drink some beer. Except that you have to have a reservation Correct. to go to Manor Hill. Being a farmhouse brewery, as I think Jason said as well, they only are allowed to have 50 people in the brew house at any given time. So they do the reservations to ensure that no one who's a traveling a brew, what's the word, brewologist, brew of, yep. uh, beer file, brew a file, um, something like that. I can't remember the term off the we top. We have to of my look head. that up. We should have called the podcast whatever that word is. Anyway, they they have the reservation so that people who are traveling from distance don't just show up um, when they're at capacity and they have to turn them away. Or make them wait outside. And so, sorry, I think, but for that reason, I think it's not necessarily a place you want to bring kids, young children, because again, it's a 50 person limit. It doesn't matter whether you're drinking or not. They only are allowed to have 50 people in the tap room at a time. Yeah, it's not, there's no food, by the way. I think they have chips. Yeah. Um, but there's no there's no restaurant there. No it's, games. There's it's very much sit there, enjoy their beer, have a couple, have a few couple of flights maybe, and then be on your way. Yes. Let's talk to a couple of the patrons that we met while we were at Manor Hill Brewing. Let's do it. Matt Liber, this is the first time I've been here for a Friday drinks. I love the beer here. It's very flavorful, a lot of options. Obviously it flies off the shelf here, so they're doing something right. I love the tasting room here. The property here is gorgeous. It's a great place to have a beer. Springtime when they open these doors up, it's probably really nice. I love that how Manor Hill is very local and it loves the fact they're in Howard County. They grew local ingredients and have a local restaurant. So I love them in the, in the neighborhood. My name is Ellie. This is my first time at Manor Hill. I'm here with my two coworkers and I've had one beer so far, the self audit. I like it a lot. I drink a lot of craft beer, so I have a lot of different tastes that I like. I start out with like a, I'm drinking an IPA now and I'll ease into the stout. So you have to come back and ask me about the stout because I don't know yet. 
Uh, my name is Jessica Gillespie. This is my first time at Manor Hill. We got my coworker sent an email. We came for Friday afternoon. So this is the, the first time, but probably the first of, of multiple visits here. So far, the beer at Manor Hill Brewery um, is pretty good. I've only had one and starting on a flight. I want to get through the whole list, but can't drink 16 or whatever, 16 pints of beer before I leave. So I'm going to try and do flights from, from here on out. But so far, so good. Definitely like the variety of options. Uh, the tasting room uh, Manor Hill is nice. I like it. I like the low ceilings, the intimate feeling. Um, I've been to a number of sort of tap rooms and things, and they have all different atmospheres, and I like this one. I like the, the comfortable, like, other people have said uh, the sort of backyard, someone's basement atmosphere, very, very cozy. My name is Giancarla Calzetta. This is my second time at Manor Hill Brewing. A little different. I was here in the summer before. I'm now here in the winter. Um, they've made leaps and bounds with their IPAs. We're big hopheads. We really love IPAs. When we were here first, they had a few on tap. They were a little bit kind of on the mild side. I like them really unbalanced hoppy. This time they are blowing my mind. They're awesome. The IPAs are really on par. They've got a bunch of uh, New England styles on tap. Highly recommend them. First of all, if you don't know, you have to get reservations. They're usually very strict about that. Tonight they're being a little lax, but for the most part they're strict because they have some rules in Howard County. Howard County is full of rules. But uh, the, the tasting room is nice. It's warm. People are always friendly. And the one thing, one good thing about having the rules is it's never that crowded. It's never so crowded you can't get a beer. You can't have some elbow room. Um, we, when we were here in the summer, they have tables outside, and I really like that you can bring your own food. We're back to Brew Daddies. Let's talk a little bit about what the beers were like. Now, we tried eight, yes, beers, eight beers between the two of us. Now, we didn't drink eight pints at one time. I don't want you guys to think that we're we tasted. luscious or anything. Eight so beers. We had six samplers that we split. And yeah, we each had a pint as well. So, we're not going to talk about a beers because that's too much. Um, what we are going to talk about is a few of the beers that we really liked. Now, I'm going to start off by saying that we did taste the, one of their year-round uh, year-round beers, one of their flagship products, the Manor Hill IPA. And I'm just going to say that uh, if you have a tr chance, give it a try. It's a good beer. It's a little pinty, a little fruity. Um, but what I really want to talk about is a beer called Self Audit. Now, Self Audit is a limited edition release of the Manor Hill IPA in which they used the same, they used a different yeast, but all the same hops, but just a different hop schedule. Yes. they. It, it's amazing how just using a different yeast and changing the hop schedule can change the beer as much as it did between the Manor Hill IPA and the Self-Audit IPA. Very, very different beers. I agree. And it was it was fantastic, I thought. It had a really light aroma that was hard to capture, but when I did capture it, it was totally blueberries. Yeah, I think, yeah, this was the one I gave to you when I first tried to get the aroma and went, is there any aroma here? Right. Yeah, I mean, once you you try a couple times, yes, you can actually get it. Very subtle, but very, very nice. I got a lot of tropical fruit hints. I agree. It was uh, it had a really uh, great hop finish to the taste. It was 
piney to the point of being almost woody to me. I really liked that. It was so different. Yeah, I got a lot of, uh, there was some bitterness as well, a little fruitiness, I thought, which was a little bit of the sweet taste that I got from it. But very smooth. I mean, like like the aroma, I think the flavors were also more... Um, Use your subtle, words, Adam. <laughs> more more subtle. They weren't like just thrown at you like a lot of IPAs where the bitterness is just out there. Yeah. They were a little more subtle, a little more subdued. But very, very nice. Oh shit. I said nice. Well, now we have to drink. Yeah. Anyway, I gave the self audit from Manor Hill four star four steins. Four stein beer. I did as well. It was a very enjoyable very full tasting, just great beer. Now, the next one I want to talk about is called Citrus Blender. You may have guessed from the title, but it had, in my opinion, great citrus uh, aroma. You know, in terms of citrus, there's a lot of different kinds of aroma you can get that are citrusy. There's orange, grapefruit, lemon, I think this was more towards the lemony side than the orange side. But it was a very I thought it was a very nice aroma. As with most of their beers, it's got a slightly hazy, cloudy uh, appearance, but light color. And flavor-wise, again, I got a lot of that citrusy more towards the lemony flavors with some bitterness. They say it's 83 IBUs. I did not taste 83 IBUs. It was really smooth, very balanced, a little bit of sweetness at the end, maybe some caramel hints. Boy, did I like this beer as well, and I gave it four steins. Another four stein beer. I liked it, but not that much. And I'm not going to go into great detail. I gave it three and a half steins. I thought it was great. It had really complex citrus flavors that I really enjoyed. But the thing that struck me, and this is going to sound really, really weird, but the aroma and the taste reminded me of a really good Thai restaurant. Like a really good Thai restaurant. Like a Thai restaurant that was run by Thai people. And what's the problem with that? There's actually nothing wrong. There's a little bit of funkiness to it that... Sort of came through like mushrooms, you know, a little bit of an earthy, mushroomy thing that came through, and then the like you said, it, the the citra, the citrus was more on the lemony side. Yeah, and for me, the, there was a bit of a grassiness to it, so it was almost like lemongrass and not lemons. But I'm overthinking it. It was good, and I enjoyed it, and I thought it was different, and I gave it three and a half steins. But I got to tell you about a five stein beer and this was a i debated about this but ultimately i decided that i was going to do it i gave five steins to uh a, a beer called iso columbus now i think this is a it's i know it is in fact this is part of a series that they have of of beers that are single hop beers and they use the hops in a variety of ways in the brewing process they dry hop some to get the complete profile of that hop through the beer. Uh, and this one is dedicated to Columbus. So it's all Columbus hops. All Columbus hops. 
It was good. It's totally a flavorful beer. I found that it was so complex to be a single hop that I was completely engulfed by really trying to understand the flavor of this. So I gave it five steins, not because I would drink it. If I if I had six of these, I wouldn't drink six of these. I gave it five steins because if I ever were to see this available again, or frankly, any sort of single hop beer with this kind of dedication, I would totally drink it because this the complexity of it is was was worth every every sip which is a weird standard i know but if the standard is will i drink this above anything else if i see it i would drink this above anything else if i saw it and i would really savor this beer i can totally understand that i enjoy complex beers and i also found this to be a very complex beer but to me while it was complex, it didn't really come together totally. So I had a little bit more problems with the beer. Um, I still enjoyed it, still liked it, but did not give it five steins. Well, there was a beer you gave five steins to, and I want you to tell us about it. I would be delighted to. This beer, the last one we tried, is called Roots and Sails. So Roots and Sales was brewed in collaboration with Black Narrows Brewing Company. So this is a farmhouse ale. And in their quest to be local, it's actually brewed with a oyster yeast from Chincoteague, Virginia. Chincoteague Island is an awesome place. I vacationed there. It's yes. Lovely. And they use Virginia wheat in the brewing as well. Very local. Now, when I tasted it, you know, the first thing that came through to me in that aroma was this gorgeous coffee, banana bread, sweet aroma, which was just delightful. I said banana bread first. You stole that from me. Yes, I did. Fine, fine. But it, that was, it was totally like banana bread. Oh my God, it was like with raisins. Banana bread with raisins. Mm, banana bread. Golden raisins, not the black ones. Golden ones. <laughs> Lighter. Very light mouthfeel. Almost. A and very light colored beer as well. Yeah, there was almost a whiskey like edge to the flavor. Not the whiskey burn, mm -hmm. you know, but the whiskey smoke. Yeah. Like almost that just little bit of smoke in it. It was. Yeah, I got a little coffee flavor. Just blended together so perfectly. Gave such a pleasant flavor. You know, the bitterness was perfect. The flavor was it just for me. This was this was a this is a true five stein beer. And if you're listening yes. to this podcast and there is any way you can get yourself to Ellicott City and Manor Hill Brewery to try the roots and sales, you should do it. And then you can tell me I'm wrong. But until then, you don't know. And I don't think you will tell us that we are wrong because so. we both gave this five yeah. stones. All right. What else we got? You know what? We, we didn't. The tour. We didn't take the tour. We could have got one, gone back and looked at the brewery, and we didn't. And we just. It yeah. was. And I, I mean, I'm, and I'm going to say that the the tap, the tap room was so enjoyable the whole time we were there. It never even occurred to me. Well, we were also there during a, the release, 
I really do want to go back, though, and, and take that tour because I think well, it would be really interesting. But we could have done a self-guided tour. Well, we could have, yes. Available to us. But gives us a reason to go back. Let's put it that way. Well, Adam, I got to say, for anybody listening to this podcast, if you get a chance to go to Manor Hill Brewery, you should do it. Call. Nope. Go online. Yes. Go on. Manorhillbrewing.com. Manorhillbrewing, M-A-N-O-R-H-I-L-L, brewing.com. Make a reservation. Get a bunch of people together. Head up there and try everything. Yes. Everything. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, and I believe they had about 14 beers on tap when we were there. Something like that. Like, we couldn't yeah. try it. We couldn't try everything. They had some porters and some stouts that I would have loved yeah, to have tried. Yeah, and they had tried. a firkin as well. Did they? Oh, they did have a firkin. Um, it was a coffee porter? I think, yeah. Anyway, that was that was we couldn't, we couldn't get to it all. We have to operate heavy machinery <laughs> to... <laughs> So, you know, we have to be really careful about how much we drink when we go on these trips. Um, So I would love to go back, and I would love to try this. I really like the idea of farmhouse brewing and farm brewing. I do as well. Just the local use of local ingredients um, uh, of their own hops. It's very appealing, and it's very fresh-tasting beer. So that's our episode for today. <laughs> Coming up, we have Peabody Heights, Jailbreak Brewery, as well as Flying Dog. <laughs>